From the Bob Barley Studio in Orlando, Florida, you're listening to The Diz Unplugged. Hello and welcome to The Diz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion for the week of May 9th, 2012. From Orlando, Florida, I'm your host, Pete Werner. Joined this week by my good friends, Kathy Worling, Teresa Eccles, Dustin West, Kevin Close, and John Magi. Max Eccles back in the peanut gallery. Uh, In this segment, Dustin is going to tell us about the new nighttime show over at Universal Orlando uh, Cinematic Spectacular. And uh, Universal has not had a great track record with their nighttime shows, so I'm interested to hear what your opinions on this were. Well, I've never seen any of Universal's previous shows. I The only comparisons that I have are for like Illuminations and some of the other Disney nighttime shows, but I haven't seen the other uh, Universal nighttime shows. Now, I, I went to this not really looking at it as a Universal fan, but more of a, a movie fan in general. And when I looked at this show like that, it really succeeded. Um, I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. I really am. Uh, the show features... Well, let me say a little bit about the show itself. If you go to the Universal Studios Lagoon, there's three large screens placed along that very narrow, long lagoon. And uh, there's little fountains that kind of connect the dots to the three screens that are scattered along. And uh, within the show... The, the main screens are playing video clips, and those fountains are lit up different colors and dancing back and forth to the to the audio track. Um, and they intersperse some fireworks with the show. Every now and then there are some fireworks. You definitely couldn't call this a fireworks show. Okay. It's a lagoon show that has fireworks. And this is back by where Jaws in that area? By the, that lagoon area? Well, I think this stretches all... Uh, all down the lagoon. But that water yeah. area. Well, that, yeah. that's, that's the that. only lagoon. Okay. In I just Once you get past like Terminator the ride and it sort of opens up into the water right, right. Okay. that yeah. way. Okay. We're word of water world. The water world boat. You, now you're showing your age. That's how many years ago? It's like 142 years ago. <laughs> well, I'm 143, so. But isn't the boat still there? Thank you, Kevin. Not anymore. I don't think so. so I don't think which, that water world boat Which is um, way do the screens face? Are they facing both ways? The screens can be projected on both sides. Oh, okay. So pretty much no matter where you are along You've got, that you lagoon, can you can see it. Cool. Um, we got a chance to talk to the uh, show director for that, uh, Mike Aiello. I hope I'm saying his name right. Um, this is a guy that has been with Universal Creative for about 25 years, but his background is in filmmaking. Um, not really these. Uh, hello. The mailman just arrived. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't really have a background in these nighttime shows until recently. He, uh, I'm not sure if he worked on Universal 360. Uh, but he was approaching this definitely as a film. And then all the effects, the show effects that go around it came after. That's an interesting approach. Yeah. So he said the first thing that he did was uh, create the soundtrack. And he started with the E.T. theme that ends the show. And from there, uh, built the songs that he knew wanted, he wanted to be in the show. And there's uh, different segments. There's different segments throughout 
the show. So there's like heroes, there's triumph, there's good versus evil. That's how they kind of break the show up. Kind of like the movie ride theme at the end. It it really, it reminds me of an expanded version of the great movie ride ending. Um, But all the clips that are in this are universal movies. And he said... Which makes sense. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's because they have the the hundred years of the Universal Studios making movies. He said... uh, a lot of people are surprised that some of the movies they're seeing are universal movies. So what was there besides E.T.? They they kept showing the movies that had multiple clips were the ones that are featured in the theme park, like E.T. and Jaws, oh. that kind of stuff. But there's a whole range of movies uh, for, like, the Heroes section. Um, you have, like, Gladiator and some, like, the big budget right. kind of stuff. And then... When they got to the horror section, that's when they really let loose. It's like, how, how many horror movies does Universal really make? Horror. That was their thing. <laughs> Just making sure. What, what did I... Horror. 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 Did I say? horror. There's two syllables in that word. Horror or... I guess that's horror. the horror. Uh, scary, southern scary. accent coming out there. Scary movies. Scary movies. There's a lot that Universal has... That was their big well, thing. Well, I mean, they, I, you know, for all intents and purposes, they invented the genre. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, it, it's it's a huge, huge part of their legacy. And you got to remember, Universal again, like you said, it's a hundred years of movie making. There's going to be movies that everybody has seen, you know, at least in one way or another, either in clips somewhere or, yeah. you know, on DVD. Well, so they've got all, a rich background to choose this. They like. do, which is why doing Halloween Horror Nights, for example, works w- w- in the beginning was a big risk because this is what the company was founded on mm-hmm. these sorts of this, that, that particular genre. And it, and honestly, I mean, Halloween Horror Nights is the thing to do in Orlando at Halloween. Oh, it's going to be good this year. I mean, one of the things that's been Universal's downfall with these nighttime shows has always been their technology. They tried that 360 show where they projected on those balls, which were horrible. The balls the that bird, were covered bird. in pigeon crap. Right. Is this technology better? Is it like HD quality movies or is it... okay? They kept like saying, "Dad showing a film on his garage door." Type <laughs> no, of it was definitely better than that. The, the the main screens that they have in there, uh, they have a, you know, like a, a screen actually built into it that the uh, images are projected on. But they also have before and even sometimes during the show, they have fountains or little water features above it that have lights coming through. So you're seeing these patterns of water uh, that come down on the screen. So when that's not on, then the screen comes on, and they he kept touting it as HD projection, which from that far away, I mm-hmm. I don't really know where that why that matters, but yeah, I mean it was it was clear you could see it. It looked good. Um, Is it fair to ask him to compare it to World of Color out in? He hasn't seen World of Color. I know, but after he does, sure. I mean, like, <laughs> from what I understand, the really, you know, whereas with Worlds of Color, the fountains really are the star of the show, and even even what the movie clips that are projected are projected on water screens. Um, this the fountains are there to kind of add atmosphere and ambiance. Okay, so they're not like projecting. No, every now and then they do have okay. where the mist comes up and there will be some images projected on it. But that's okay. it's a very small portion. What you're really focusing on is that screen in the middle. Okay, the movie that they have cut together uh, for all the different segments, and then every now and then you see a firework go up. So you pay attention to that. That's is there a, random, isn't it? You say that there's a there's sections to it. Is there a story to it, or is it just Here's our. Is it just a montage? montage? It, it is mostly a montage. Every now and then, you'll get little sound bites from movies. Um, but yeah, it, really quick edits. 
But you, you were saying that it's put together so that you know it's good versus evil is one segment, mm-hmm. and you know romance, romance maybe. is another segment, horror is another segment. comedy. So the, I think they're just you know showing off the breadth of their their library, breaking it up into genre. But you know what? That's what they should do. That's exactly what they You're should do. You're sitting on this gold mine. Exactly. Use it. Exactly. It definitely makes you walk away thinking. I need to go see some of these movies, or I need to go just see more movies in general. Or say it again. Wow, I forgot. Yeah. Right, it's right. funny because Corey felt the same way when he saw it. Mm-hmm. Was there a lot of people stopping to watch? This was one of the first nights, and I don't even, until like the, the five-minute till uh, announcement that they made over the speakers, I would imagine that most people in the park didn't even know didn't that have that a clue. was going to be Well, you were there for a preview of it. Right, we were there for a preview. The official, the official unveiling of this Publicly is tomorrow night, but oh, the park so, was open. So if you happen to be in the park that night, you got to see. It. You got to so see. So will it. it be tonight too? Or? No, tomorrow. It, so it starts it's tomorrow, not, Tuesday. So, okay, because Grace is going over there tonight. I was wondering. She was yeah, uh, tell her to bring a raincoat. For us, it started at eight thirty. I don't know if they're going to stick with that time. It might depend on when the Sunset. park is closing and yeah, you know, when the sun is setting. If there's a concert or something, right? How long was the whole thing? It was about eighteen minutes. Nice. That's pretty long for yeah. a nighttime show. And there were no points in it where I was thinking, all right, come on. Let's it's half go. as long as Wishes. <laughs> <laughs> so they kept the pace going. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it, it, you're really not a, a, a big universal guy. I mean, you haven't been over there a lot. Right. Um, Corey, on the other hand, has. And Corey has seen, you know, you, you know Universal 360, seen all that stuff. And I have to tell you, you know, Corey doesn't rave about many things. Corey was raving about this. Really? Corey said it was magnificent, that wow. he was... And he was really moved by it, and that at the end, he was like, okay, they really got this right. I got to tell you, one of the things Universal used to, their tagline used to be, ride the movies. Right. And I've kind of wondered why they've ever gotten away from that, because they have that storehouse. Why it's, it doesn't seem to be, that doesn't seem to be the focus any longer. Well, it never was. I mean, in terms of the classic films, they really didn't, you know, they were always capitalizing on what was, what's currently popular. Um or what they can get their hands on that's currently popular. So that's why you see Jimmy Neutron, The Mummy, Shrek, E.T. Um, the, you know, E.T. now is a classic, but when they first opened it, it wasn't. E.T. was just a really popular film. Um, I always thought they would do better, at least on some... I think you have to have some of those types of films, some of the current popular films. But I always thought they would do better reaching back for some of their classics because those are timeless. The biggest problem that Universal has with their attractions is at some point, these become dated and too dated. And as we see now with Jaws being gone, now Jaws, one of the most famous movies of all time, um, but just doesn't have... But doesn't kid, have that draw anymore. Kids think it's an attraction. They don't even have a clue. It's a movie. It's a movie. It a exactly. Movie. Yeah. Exactly. So, you know, that's always been a problem for Universal. How to leverage the library um, to make compelling attractions. But one of the things they needed to do was keep people in that park later. Because um, that park in particular, Universal Studios, tends to get, you know, the later it gets, the less crowded it becomes. Yeah. So if this can become a draw, um, and because when we when we talked about it last week, and they mentioned you mentioned that they were going to be running this all year, I'm like, okay, well then they must know they've got something good here because mm-hmm. normally they wouldn't do that. I, t- and, I tell you what, Universal has a gym, and this show director that created this. The next time they do something, anything show related, they need to get him involved because he's going at the, he's coming to it with the right approach. 
as a storytelling filmmaking background right instead of latest technology what kind of gizmos right. can we throw into what this what can we throw at them it's simple it's beautiful and it really really makes you want to watch a movie wow. I guess I, I guess I That's... need to go over and, and see it because I'm not I'm not a I watch movies I don't watch a whole lot of movies I don't know that that is the point to make me want to go watch movies or is it to make me feel good or what's if it gets an emotional attachment to you, I've, one of the things that I find difficult with Universal Studios is as I walk into the Magic Kingdom, there's an emotional attachment to a lot of the stuff that's in there, stuff mm-hmm. from my childhood, stuff I really loved. Watching Walt Disney on Sunday night, you know, there's that emotional thing. There's not, there's not that emotional, emotional attachment. But See, most of the movies that are represented came out when I was old enough that I didn't have that kind of emotional attachment to it. See, I think for me it's a little different that in that I have an emotional attachment to those parks because, you know, it, these were the, this was a place where I spent a lot of time with my nieces and nephews. Um, that we had a lot of great, we you know, made a lot of great memories there. Um, so when I walk into Islands of Adventure in particular, you know, there's a certain, there's a certain, you know, feeling I get, Comfort. a good feeling I yeah. get because of that, of that experience. So it doesn't have, it's not the same emotional resonance that a Magic Kingdom would have for me or an Epcot. It's different. And I've said this about Universal, you know, all along. It's different. Not worse, not better different it's different and you know I, I know for me that's my you know when I, I i have that 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 emotional memory of sharing the experience with members of my family in a way that you know makes me feel good when i remember it when i when i refeel it i guess I, what i'm saying is if there's if there's some kind of pull uh, emotional pull with these movies and these clips if they've chosen the right ones it could be a draw it also I'm going to reserve judgment, but it could be like, you know, one of those things that people say, well, yeah, it's good, but if you miss it, you you didn't lose anything. I think it sounds exciting because it's going to, if it's going to bring back memories of movies that I've seen my entire life. But you're a movie fan. I'm a, I'm right. a big movie fan right. and a big old movie fan. Are there old black and white clips in there? Oh, absolutely. Okay. And, and not just, I have no idea. Watching old movies, I couldn't tell you who the th- who the studio was that made them half of them but but we just had this discussion about the great movie ride and pete said it needed to be updated and you went you and i both said the same thing but these are classic movies these are classics so i think it's kind of the same thing if they're integrating both there are people who are going to look at it and say what are these and there are other people who are going to have some emotional attachment to it right i mean there's going to be well there's like like in the great movie ride okay there's certain scenes in that end montage that i've not seen all those movies obviously but I know enough about the movies where I can look at it and go, "Oh, that's right. you know, that was that's a classic." And also, it, while right? while emotional is good, is it exciting? Is it fun, or is it just movies up on the screen? It right? it has high points. It has low points. Um, there's soft music. There's energetic music. Um, is that what you're asking? I'm saying, did it was it captivating, or was it just you know like a drive-in movie where there's movies up on the screen and woohoo? Sci-fi. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. I, w- I was captivated by it, and I was only paying half attention to it because I had my eye in the camera the whole time because I was filming it. So if it could do that for me, then yeah. I think it's really encouraging that both both you and Corey kind of walked away with the same impression of it. That you know, like I said, Corey doesn't rave about too many things, and he was hmm. he was pretty vocal about this was because you know I talked to him. I said, okay, yeah, just tell me. Don't give me the, the wow. whole lowdown because I want to hear it on the show. 
but tell me, you know, did they did they hit 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 with this one? He's like, oh my god. He's like, they really That's hit good. with this one. And this is another type of attraction because we're dealing with digital media. If certain things don't work, they can change things. They can change a clip here or there. The guy, the show director, alluded to this. He didn't confirm it or deny it uh, that the show would change based on the season. If they're doing Halloween Horror Nights, oh, they might have cool. a special oh, wow. show. See, now that could be yeah, that, that could, could be, be amazing, amazing for yeah. Halloween Horror Nights. Or Christmas. Yeah, I know the Christmas meet. Oh my gosh! I'm telling you. Well, I, look. You know what? Good for them. I'm. Re- I am actually really happy that you know you guys responded like this. I hope it's a hit for them. I really do. I have to get over there. I haven't been over there in eons. Dustin, um, did you see the new parade when you were over there? We did. How was that? Eh. No? <laughs> no, I saw the picture. The pictures look fun. I didn't you... know who half the characters were. <laughs> that's oh, my no, problem, see, too. You didn't know Gru and... But see, that's, that's what I think goes back to Kevin's point about Universal. They try too much to capture on the new now thing yeah. when they don't go back to their classics. There was a point where they used to have a parade where it was the... It was Marilyn Monroe drove up. And the and, Blues Brothers. Right. Mm-hmm. And now that's cool, but... And the Ghostbusters. Is the parade when they were developed, more towards younger people? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. When they were developing this parade, Hop was still a popular movie. Oh, Hop's not in there, is he? Yeah. That's one of the four character franchises that are in the... It's Despicable Me. Hop, Dora the Explorer, and Spongebob. Now, see, I don't really think any of that's topical, and I think that's always been Universal's problem, and this is just my opinion. By the time the Jaws ride opened in, what, the 80s, Jaws had been out for 15 years. That's not a hot new movie. And I understand that you can't take the hot new movie, you can't take the Avengers movie that's out now and build an attraction and have it out at the same time as the movie. However, if you're not going to go for that classic thing, it's, I mean, do you remember the earthquake attraction? Do you even remember the movie Earthquake? Yeah, I do. It was on yesterday. Yes. Okay. Actually, <laughs> how many has Grace ever seen Earthquake? Yes, she has. I made her watch it. See, my kids are different though because yeah, I, make, I remember watching I make them watch Okay, things. I remember watching Earthquake on television when you could tune to a certain radio station and get the sense around the Oh, now, see, oh I went gosh. to the movies to have your eardrums shaken. I did too. But back to who's in the parade? You Sp- SpongeBob. SpongeBob and SpongeBob Dora. has been around for over 10 years now. And so is and, Dora the and Explorer. He, and he's still going strong. And the, and the, yeah, and those type of shows can definitely stand the test of time, as you will, as far as cartoons go. They've been going for a long time, and they're still relevant, especially Dora the Explorer is a children's educational show. That's not going to go anywhere. Right, but then they're going to put somebody like Rango in there. And you right. Think, What's well, like Hop? I don't get. Now, Despicable Me. Despicable love, Me. Love the movie. Absolutely love the movie. I'm waiting for the attraction. Exactly. They have the attraction coming out. That's one of the reasons. But then they don't have a Hop attraction. And the Minions. What's cuter? Right? I, have, I, I, I hear the words coming out of her mouth, but I have no the, idea the, what they mean. The coolest I, every thing, time she says what's cuter, I think we're going to have to look at pictures of cats again. <laughs> <laughs> what, what we didn't get to experience was alongside the parade they there's four floats for the different characters um before the parade during the day each of those floats is going to come out separately and have meet and greets with the characters oh that's cool um, like the mystery machine does that or did. that's a little more interactive than the parade is and i think that would be more interesting to do in- was there a Gru walking around I, I have no idea what, what that does is. that mean Gru was the big um the dude despicable me the guy that the Mean guy that oh, was over okay. the minions. Uh-huh. So did you see a dude like so a, clearly a lab hasn't coat? seen the movie, honey. Oh my god! If, if you're talking about the character that Steve Carell plays, yes, yes, yeah, he's in it. He's in it. He's okay. the main character. Okay. 
So, yeah, so he's, he's in, there. He's in the okay. parade. Stop asking him questions he clearly doesn't <laughs> have any interest in or knowledge of. <laughs> I think it's a fine movie. line they walk between what's new or slightly new and what's classic. And in my opinion, they're far more successful when they mine those classics. However, they also, there are times when they get lucky. You know, look at Men in Black. There's a new movie, Men in Black yeah, movie coming out. So wow. I think that there's times when they can hit pay dirt by backing the right horse. Right. But you know what else works on that, though? That attraction works without you ever having seen the movie. Men in Black, right. It's, it's interactive. It's fun, right. it's interactive, it's because cool. everybody wants to shoot an alien. You right. don't have to know right. the story to see that. And I think that's kind of As opposed right. to Tornado. Well, Twister. <laughs> Twister. Everybody wants to experience So overall, you felt that, that this was... That, that these were. Or do you feel that these are good additions to Universal? You think it's worth they're worthwhile? The Lagoon Show, the uh, Cinematic Spectacular, absolutely. But the, the parade, parade, not so much. Parade. If you have kids and they like the characters, they're going to love it. Yeah, it looked pretty but colorful. I mean, it's it's it looks- colorful. The entertainers are great in the parade. It's just not my thing. But okay, if you got a kid, that's it's the place to be. I would right. say. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much for that update, Dustin. Mm-hmm. We appreciate it. That'll do it for this segment. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back with you again next time with another episode of the Diz Unplugged. Thanks for listening, everyone. And remember, stay out of the damn lakes.